0: Welcome to A Good Football Show's Week 15 Waiver Wire Show. My name is Pat Rain. I'm joined by John Daigle of NBC Sports Edge. Daigle, how's it going?
1: Week 15. No more bye weeks. Some are already in the playoffs. Some are in the playoffs, but waiver wires are still open. So nonetheless, we will continue this all the way through week 17. The column will admittedly have more information this week. This podcast will be lended since everyone decided to come back from the holidays and and either go on the COVID list or get injured. And so there's still a ton to sort through right now, admittedly. But I assure you, it'll all be in-depth in the column tomorrow if you are still playing.
0: Yeah, it's always important to check out the column. Uh, That's going to be the key spot for all of this updated context, particularly this week with uh, a ton of COVID positive tests, as you mentioned. But let's talk about Rashad Penny, where we have something that actually came from gameplay. This guy looking pretty good, running for long touchdowns, maybe putting some distance between him and the other Seattle Seattle running backs going forward. Maybe Adrian Peterson not called up last week. That could always change. But what are your thoughts on Penny's role going forward and how valuable he is?
1: Peterson wasn't up because he had a lower back injury. Still dealing with that apparently midweek. We always know to take Pete Carroll's words with a grain of salt, so we'll see what happens. But nonetheless, Penny played a career-high 57% of Seattle snaps with only DJ Dallas and Alex Collins behind him, rushed a career-high 16 times, and thus delivered a career-high 137 yards with two explosive long touchdowns. And so we would expect that to continue. It is admittedly a tougher divisional matchup this upcoming week against the Rams. But again, the waiver wires are so bare that it's just a priority pickup for this week. And then also, beyond this week, again, we don't know Peterson's injury, but the Bears and Lions await in Week 16 and 17. Like, imagine the cards, the dominoes falling correctly, and here you are with Mm -hmm. Rashad Penny against the Lions. Uh, Don't know what's going to happen production-wise, but you've just drawn the nuts, and so you have to play him. So, yeah, uh, Penny will be... Definitely the number one pickup this week. Of course, waiver wires differ. Remember, we still have to worry about Damien Harris's injury, Miles Sanders injury, but overall Penny should be the number one on your typical waiver wire.
0: Agreed. Yeah. And, and kind of exciting because of that schedule that, that you just mentioned. I mean, even against the Rams, you could see the Seahawks trying to play kind of a run heavy game plan until Always. the Rams probably forced them out of that. Yeah. Always. All right. Let's talk Gabriel Davis. That's a more of an injury related uh, pickup, but he has played well when on the field. He played well last year when on the field. Now he might be in a bigger role with Emmanuel Sanders. Hurt, so thoughts on Davis?
1: Emmanuel Sanders, as you mentioned, knee injury and labeled week to week, so we did not expect to have him for a couple weeks at least. And upon exiting, we saw Davis come in and play a season-high 83% of Buffalo snaps and a crew of season-high eight targets. And he's scored in back-to-back games now and actually leads the Bills with six red zone targets and four end zone targets the past two weeks. That's how he's delivered. Uh, So now we are expecting him to play even more snaps because this past week in a game-centric specific plan against the Bucs, they activated seven receivers. The moment we saw their actors list, we knew what they were going to do the entire time. And it just made sense in that game plan. So now to think that the Jake Kumaro, Isaiah McKenzie's are going to get healthy scratched again, and the Bills will just go with their typical four or five receivers, and Gabriel Davis will be on the field more. That's what we want since he's delivered every single season. Remember, seven touchdowns last year, and that was with John Brown injured a majority of the season. Davis stepped right in and produced immediately as a rookie. So overall, a tremendous explosive pickup that I think can deliver wide receiver four or five numbers if you're struggling here with injuries or players on the COVID list at the end of the season.
0: Yeah, and the touchdown equity, you know, maybe – Gives you a couple wide receiver three type of, type of weeks out of them. I, mean, I think it's a pretty solid pickup this late in the season. The, a guy that we are a little bit excited about, at least talent-wise. So mm-hmm. uh, not just a pure injury fill-in the way we've seen with some of the Titans stuff, for example. What about deep cuts? This is going to be the quickest
1: podcast we've ever done, by the way. <laughs> uh, feel free to mention anything along the way. Again, it was a very busy Monday. 37 players put on the COVID list, so... We're still sorting through all that to see the fallouts. Um, Not to mention, we're expecting even more throughout the week. And now it just seems like even when you get your lineup set on Thursday, it doesn't matter by Friday. Uh, The Friday chaos reigns in horror. It's my nightmare every single week. And now we have two Saturday games every single week for the rest of the season as well. Um, So, yeah, it's just going to be lots of lineup setting. But, again, if you got this far, there's no sense in being tired right now. Like, you made it this far. You have to keep grinding to get the ultimate gratification. The bubble NBA championship is always compared to like, it just feels better because you outlasted every <laughs> single other player and league mate, but
0: deep cuts. Dagle, you know, the season isn't going to get shorter from here. This is the new length of the season. So the longest season, ever thing. it's, it's just going to keep going. So I'd say settle in, settle in for, for the new normal.
1: That's why the longest season ever again, hashtag is <laughs> pending. Uh, trademark right now. Uh deep cuts, Miles Gaskin, Philip Lindsay, Savon Ahmed, all tested positive. We are not expecting to have them, most likely. Malcolm Brown would be the priority pickup. Malcolm Brown is expected to practice this week. May or may not get injured off get activated off injured reserve. We've said this time and time again. You get your 21-day window, and then it's a three-week lottery ticket just to see if they're activated. Uh Chase Edmonds, for instance, what's eligible to come back on Monday night, did not. That's the way it's usually worked out. So maybe we get Malcolm Brown. If not, though, with Patrick Laird also on injured reserve right now, it is Duke Johnson, Jared Dokes, who uh, they drafted but also he has not been active for a regular season game just yet, which tells you exactly how much they care about him on their roster and Dexter Williams. who they scooped off the Packers practice squad. So it would be Duke Johnson will be the next pickup behind Malcolm Brown, but that's how they're going to be ranked Brown and then Duke Johnson and Jared dokes. And someone can get there. It's the jets. Someone is absolutely getting there, but like the Seahawks against the Texans uh, it's hard to decipher until we get more information. Um, Another wild one is that uh, Alexander Madison, unvaccinated, tested positive, thus out for Monday Night Football. And we've seen every player react differently. Minnesota even, Dalvin Tomlinson, for instance, um, was out, I believe it was Dalvin Tomlinson or was it Michael Pierce? I think Pierce had the elbow injury. Uh, Tomlinson was out for multiple games on the COVID list as have been several players. And if that's the case and Dalvin Cook gets injured, um, there's only one way to go. And that is Wayne Gallman, who they scooped up off Atlanta's practice squad. So Wayne Gallman, also a pickup, I'll Alexander Madison, just to ensure you have Dalvin Cook's backup in case he gets injured on Monday night and Madison isn't back for the Week 16 game. Craig Reynolds led the Lions with 13 touches, led them in snaps 46% rate, was their primary back, was explosive as well, averaging 7.5 yards per carry in um, a blowout. Over Godwin and Dubuque, they basically didn't even use Jamar Jefferson at all. I don't believe he had a single touch. And so Craig Reynolds, if you're just desperate, you need a touch base, RB3, 4, just a guy to get out there so you don't take an egg in your lineup, Craig Reynolds will be the one.
0: We could have Jamal Williams back, right?
1: We could have Jamal Williams back, yes. Uh, maybe DeAndre Swift. I don't think so. Jamal Williams, though, again, the COVID list reacts differently for everyone. I believe Williams was vaccinated, so I think we probably will get him back. And if that's the case, recall... Just two weeks ago, we saw Williams still lead with 17 carries, but Igwe Buque was the one who ran 26 routes to Williams' nine as the garbage time third down back. So that's how I would assume it'd be again. But still, Craig Reynolds, it's week 15. Go pick him yep. up for all I care. Jarnis Johnson, another one. We've seen Kareem Hunt now battling a week-to-week injury. We've seen in the past they will lean on Nick Chubb. Uh, If you look at those couple of games, the numbers are skewed because it was garbage time, thus they put in Dearness Johnson. It's going to be a full Nick Chubb workload. However, just in case Chubb gets injured and Hunt's still out, we've also seen Dearness Johnson absolutely tear up the field. Even this past week when he got put in for one carry, he just exploded for a 12-plus yard game. Um, The dude is just a baller. He's awesome. And so, yes, ensuring yourself behind Nick Chubb is the safest way to go. Another good, deep league pickup. Armand Ross St. Brown has distinguished himself ahead of Josh Reynolds. Reynolds still the explosive option, but now back-to-back 12 target games for ARSB.
0: You don't want uh, Jared Goff's explosive option, let me tell you. You <laughs> want the slack guy.
1: Did. I mean, you don't want any of them, but back-to-back 12 <laughs> sure. targets? You know what? We could we could handle that. We could do that. And then we'll finally, James O'Shaughnessy, also six targets, back-to-back games. Now gets the Texans a, a great on-paper matchup, at least for tight ends. So that's pretty much it for deep leagues.
0: Plus Urban Meyer coaching for his job. So, you know, might have uh, a...
1: <laughs> it's it's amazing that they were three and a half point favorites. Of course, the hook got eliminated immediately. But yeah, now they're three point yeah. favorites, But still honestly it's it's too much, right? Like they shouldn't yes. they shouldn't be favorites. I know they beat them in week one, but again, that was like the um oh no, no, no. The Texans beat them week
0: one, correct? The Texans beat the Jaguars week one, yeah.
1: That was when Tyler Taylor was good for six quarters. Man, it's been a long season. It's been such a long season. Uh, yeah, Jaguars three point favorites. I don't think they should be, but that's another debate for another show.
0: Go Texans! Go Texans! Come on!
1: Go Texans and Royce Freeman and Rex Burkhead. I guess.
0: Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on? Well, didn't Burkhead pick up an injury? Any thoughts on Freeman, or is that just too gross?
1: Uh, David Johnson was activated from the COVID list amid all the guys going on the COVID list, okay. so he will be back this week. We've been down that road with all with all of them. With all of them, Scotty Phillips will still be out. Um, none of them are deep league pickups. Don't worry about it. The waiver wire, by the way, like I don't even know if we're going to have deep league pickups in week 16. Like They just all might be gone, too. So uh, we're getting really thin here.
0: We are. We sure are. Uh, I think that'll do it. We covered as much as we possibly can right now. But make sure to check out Daigle's article because of any week to need the additional context with the extra day here, this is it. Uh, so check that out on the site, NBC Sports Edge. And uh, we will see you next week and everyone is ranking like asking about like the defenses i'm just gonna rank them
1: for everybody i'll just rank like oh available week 16 defenses here they are available week 17 defenses here we are so you don't have to ask me questions they'll all be there check out the call
0: beautiful all right we'll see you next week